space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat-trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat-trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're on the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Hello, everyone. It's Rev Brad. And today's podcast, a little bit different. Um... Maybe I'm podcasted out a little bit, but I think the truth is too, uh, when you get to this point in the season, I've got so many things on, it just becomes a little bit harder to, yeah, just have that dynamic content that we've been coming to you with every week, week in and week out. And last week's podcast with, uh, Ben Dudley and Troy Reedy was so much fun. I'm still laughing about certain parts of that. But um, actually, on today's pod, what I wanted to share with you is a little bit about our World Cup devotional, kind of do a look back, because it was right about this time last year that we were working really hard to publish and get ready uh, this devotional book uh, for the Men's World Cup that was happening in Qatar. And so what we've decided to do this year is I've decided to rewrite and revise the devotional to kind of make it a little more timeless and not so time and event oriented around last year's World Cup for the men. So uh, there's a new book uh, available. It's right now the ebook's out. Uh, they're still working through the review process as of this podcast recording for the paperback version, but it's available on Amazon. It's entitled The Light is Coming. I'll put a link in the podcast notes. The Light is Coming. It's available on Amazon, uh, and it's simply subtitled a soccer devotional. But I want to look back at last year's 2022 World Cup devotional. We did it in Spanish and Portuguese. So, you know, I really felt good about that. I felt really inspired by that. And I just want to kind of talk through some of the backstory that you may or may not know. I don't know that I shared this uh, with many people. Maybe personally I've shared it with some. But um, I just want to talk a little bit about how the project came together and some of the impetus behind it, some of the rationale and reasoning, and share some of what I think is a beautiful way that it came together for our first book and publication. So starting out, I've got a copy of the English version kind of right in front of me. Um, the Spanish and Portuguese versions are in my office as well. But, um, you know, the the cover art, it's it's interesting. We came to this point where, um, let me talk about the art in the on the book, throughout the book, in the original version. If you look on the inside page, you'll see the names of three gals. Stella, Kaylee, and Kira. Uh, Kaylee's actually my daughter, my second oldest. And I had come to her and said, mm, maybe in springtime of last year, hey, would you and your friends be up for doing some artwork? And what kind of artwork, Dad? Well, you know, we we might be doing this, this World Cup-themed devotional book for the fall period, uh, oh, you know, through up to Christmas or in Christmas season. So what about doing some artwork? And 
yeah, we kind of talked about in spring. I kind of had in mind throughout the summer, hey, why don't you come out to some some matches, some games, and, and just get a sense of the stadium, the people, the crowd, just to kind of see the environment. Maybe this will inspire. Um, I don't know that that happened. I can't remember. I think there was one game we were going to go to together. I was going to take her and her friends, and it got canceled or stormed out or something like that. But um, then we got a little closer to it. Around about August, September, school had started. My daughter was in an art academy with these gals. And, uh, yeah, so I just put down some, some ideas for her and said, what about doing the art? Uh, in talking with her art teacher, she, the art teacher said, you know, maybe you don't want to speak too much to the images. Like, just let them come up with it themselves. Um, let, let them be inspired by something, which I think was a little hard for my daughter. If, if I'm honest, uh, she's, she shared with me a couple times, like, dad, I just, I don't know soccer that well, um, but I I kind of gave her a few hints, a few a few subjects to kind of think about. So if you look at the cover, uh, what this is is kind of a blown up or a zoomed in photo. What I asked for kind of was a, like a stadium overhead picture, and so you've got a you got this this pitch kind of green colored space and a stadium, a circular stadium kind of around it. And you know originally when we started working on the art. Um, there was one piece that had kind of set apart and it was week eight. So if you flip to the back, right around page um, 66, 67, um, the last uh, piece uh, is this lighted figure, lighted person holding a, we can assume a soccer ball and giving it to a, a person that's in a dark black silhouette. And I saw this piece and it really struck me. It was the only colored piece at the time. And I said, you know, what would be amazing is if th th there's a strong theme of light that is coming through in the art. And so we actually subtitled the entire devotional, the light is coming. And so if you go through and if you look through, if you've got a copy, a paperback version, especially, you can see this, that we start with sort of a grayscale stadium picture there's really no light present in in the photo or in the in the art art drawing the art rendering um my my daughter sketched that one uh which i thought was brilliant it's kind of reminds me of maybe a smaller stadium in in europe or, or a smaller field um would just you know just look overlooking something uh the, the next week too we start to see some light kind of around around the football around the soccer ball and and training exercise, uh, the, the theme for the week's preparation. Um, moving on, hope is the, the next week. And, and again, we're seeing the, the soccer ball lighted. And then, and then we start seeing something happen in week four. And the art is uh, the person around their head becomes illuminated. And, you know, if you see a lot of Christian art, especially, you will see sometimes that saints are given sort of a halo effect that's put on by the artists and and these things didn't originally exist within the artwork and but as we as we started with week eight and we said wow there's there's this place where this person is illuminated how does this illumination happen and truthfully you know part of the writing i'll, I'll get into this a little bit later was around advent and about the arrival of Jesus into our lives. And, and we start to see that it affects our, 
our head, our heart, our actions towards others, our entire being eventually as we, as we surrender and we understand and we allow him into our lives this way. So for me, you know, I, it was kind of like trying to balance giving too much direction, too much insight, but, but the idea of light actually didn't happen for me. It actually came as a result of the artists who were kind of working independently and kind of the, the brief, so to speak, was, uh, give me some soccer images, give me some soccer images that go with these themes, joy, faith, hope, love, peace, uh, the typical advent themes. And as the ladies worked on the art, uh, again, this theme of light showed up and it came through. And so, you know, looking at the cover, kind of back to the cover, it, it's interesting because the pinpricks of light actually weren't there originally, but because of where we had come with the theme, the light is coming. We started to say like, can we imagine that there are people within, in the stadium that exhibit light, the light of Christ in their lives. And that's kind of where some of this art came from. Now I did get some feedback from some very important people in my life, namely my daughters. They were like, dad, we do not like the cover. Um, but time crunches being what they are and, you know, working with an art team, um, and me not really being great at art direction. Um, it's kind of what it is, but, uh, I kind of like it. It's, it's a little whimsical. I think it fits with, with the rest of the art and, and I like this movement. So, so maybe you never noticed it, but if you have, uh, the, one of the paperback versions, you'll see the way that we, um, light just seems to grow within each of the images as we go, uh, throughout the week, uh, throughout the weeks, I should say, and throughout the book. So again, part of, part of our process and part of our rationale behind why even do this was the men's world cup last year happened during the season of Advent. And, you know, the final game was played a week before Christmas day. And so, you know, talking with board and friends and, and other, you know, the, the people that co-wrote with me, we just felt a sense of, we need to capture this moment because this could be the only world cup that gets played during this time of the year. And it was especially unique because of where it was being played, uh, the time of year it was being played, of course. And so we thought, let's try to capture uh, the season of Advent. For me, too, uh, I'm a person that observes Celtic Advent, which is 40 days prior to Christmas Day. So November 15th is when Celtic Advent begins. And that was right around, I think, November 12th. 13, 14, so somewhere within there was a time in which teams were actually starting to travel down to Qatar or they were gathering and starting to train and prepare for the World Cup. And so, uh, you know, you can see it in the introduction. I won't, re I won't read it, but um, I just thought, man, this wonderfully meshes together. The time frame does. And as we thought about it, we thought, you know, some of the athletes we work with will be headed to Qatar from the men's side, the Canadian side, especially some of their other national teams. So let's work really hard to get this done and maybe even get it into their hands so that they can have this during their time uh, at the World Cup. And so we know of a few players that actually 
did take this or or had this with them in country with their teams and um, hopefully they were able to be blessed by it um, let me let me talk a little bit about the editor Jan van Vliet is a former Dort University professor serves on the board of soccer chaplains United and he he did a great job looking over and giving a, an initial edit to um, to our work uh, also our Memphis chaplain Greg Eit uh, also put eyes on it and helped us with just some grammar and punctuation uh, as we as we went through a second and third revision cycle. Um, of course, I wrote most of the kickoff. So we decided, like, what are we going to do? Are we going to do every day? Which oh, that would have just been a massive undertaking. And and uh, I literally had started back in the spring writing like, uh, let's do a daily devotional for five weeks. Uh, let's do five writings, um, but it just was too much. And so I asked some other chaplains, hey, would anyone else want to write with me? And uh, Jordan Metis is a chaplain of ours, works in Virginia, works with the youth club now, all in elite. And um, he, he'd worked with a, a high school team and kind of just been regionally available. Uh, Jordan raised his hand. Uh, Kurt Trumpert, uh, he's been the longtime chaplain with uh, Colorado Springs Switchbacks, which is a Division II team here in Colorado, and, and myself with Rapids. So we felt like we have the gamut of, um, at least on the men's side, we have the gamut of just the whole spectrum of the game, uh, from youth all the way up to, to first team kind of elite pro division soccer. And, yeah, some some folks have kind of been, well, well who was your audience? Was it really young people was it kind of this mix and yeah to be honest I, th I think our audience could have been a little bit better like just who we were aiming for but i told the guys you know write for your people um i felt like i was writing for my people for the athletes and coaches and staff members that i work with and so it was it was just neat to see it come together but we decided instead of doing you know each of us like really cranking stuff out we would just do kind of a kickoff halftime final whistle kind of motif. And so uh, three readings a week, we felt like that's not too much. There's going to be scripture that they can reflect on, or we'll point them back to the to the Bible reading so that they can get into the themes, um, some of the standard themes, and, and kind of meet the people that go along with the story uh, of Jesus's first arrival. So um, and then another shout out, uh, a couple other shout outs, actually, Jubal McDaniel, he's our Tacoma Defiance chaplain. He really helped with uh, doing the interior design, doing some, uh, you know, shaping of the images and reshaping of the weekly image, just kind of added in. And, and again, I think I actually feel like our Spanish version is the best version. We went with a smaller font. Uh, the, the images aren't in the background as much. So I actually like the layout of our Spanish version better. But, um, you know, habla español, you know, grab, grab a copy. Um, uh, again, these things are still available on Amazon, but but we got through it this year, and I feel like I'm already going going long in this podcast longer than I I really had intended. But um, we got through this this, and I thought came to the end, kind of the beginning of the year this year, and I thought, man, I'd really love to make this devotional more timeless because I think you know, with it being on Amazon, with it being self published, 2022. And 2022 World Cup, those things are automatically, it's going to get up in the basement very quickly. And so started working a few weeks ago, and I just got permission from, 
from Kurt and Jordan. I said, hey, guys, do you mind if I just revise your work? Not not with meaning necessarily, but just kind of revise your work and, and take away some of the time references, some of the World Cup references, so that it becomes a little bit more general and broad as a soccer devotional. And so I have in my hands, you know, we've got an ISBN. We've, we've got the ebook is actually available right now, as I said, on Amazon. There's not been much changed. Uh, I, I didn't change much of the text, um, but in places where it talks about this year's World Cup or today's the day of the final game, you know, we kind of had that, that sentiment or that idea that as someone traveled with, so we've made it just kind of into a more generalized eight-week kind of reading. And you could read it yourself. You could read it with a team. Um, we, we found that, that some of the teams that purchased the devotional were reading it together. We thought that was brilliant. That was a great idea. Uh, we left most of Scripture intact. And so there's not been too many changes. So if you're like, I don't know, I can kind of read past 2022 and 2022 World Cup, great. But there are some some things that I think this makes it uh, for someone that's never read it before, for someone that's coming to this devotional post-2022 Men's World Cup, I think this this new devotional kind of adds something. We changed the cover art so that it um, so it has a different look. You wouldn't get it confused uh, if you if you end up getting a copy and putting it on your shelf. We also changed the title. Just something you have to do when you do. Um, uh, a revision or, you know, we, we felt like this was a major rewrite just because we were getting away from the timeliness of the 2022 World Cup. And you could use it for Advent. We left some of the Advent references in there, but but we kind of set it up like, hey, you could use this for Advent and Christmas, or you could use this for another eight-week period that you you go through as, a, uh, as an athlete or a coach or however you go through it. Um, which is interesting because I find that there are these eight-week moments of life that we go through. Um, maybe it's an off-season, uh, you know, maybe give or take a few weeks. Maybe it's a, a preseason time. But it seems like there's these eight-week moments in life where, I don't know, maybe something like this would be helpful. Uh, maybe something like this would give encouragement. And we feel like, too, the themes, the themes even though they're Advent-related, they're really themes that someone might really be encouraged by to read and go through. And again, as you see the theme of the light coming and growing, we kind of feel like this is true to our journey. So anyway, sorry that today is kind of a, a more low-key podcast. It, hopefully you don't read it as a commercial. Um, but I, I did want to share, like, I, I really enjoy... Uh, the work that I get to do with the different folks of Soccer Chaplains United. And, and I think, too, doing this revision and creating sort of a second version of this devotional um, hopefully will touch more lives and reach more people and be something that, I don't know, probably where it will end up on the on the Amazon charts will, it'll take some, some seeking and finding to do. But um, again, too, I'm just uh, really glad to, to work on projects like these. And going away i hope that you'll give it a check out you know if if you have not um if you didn't get a copy of our 2022 world cup i just encourage you look for this uh new devotional it's entitled the light is coming a soccer devotional it's self-published it's on amazon so um and you'll see our big soccer chaplains united logo it's available in ebook uh right now it's just available in english 
I don't know if we'll go uh, through the work and effort to translate into Spanish and Portuguese. Uh, we might, but um, those things exist out there too if you want to check it out in the in the 2022 World Cup uh, version as well. So, hey, my friends, uh, thanks for listening today. Uh, we'll be back next week with um, uh, a little bit more of, of our typical kind of podcast, and I'm looking forward to uh, to catching up and, and seeing you all. Uh, but blessings. This has been Rev Brad coming to you from the Touchline.